Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hi, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast, and I'm talking to Timothy Draper. Uh, venture capitalist, big-time investor in uh, Bitcoin. I guess legend has it, uh, Tim won the um, an auction to get 30,000 Bitcoins uh, several years ago from the Silk Road proceeds. So I'm really glad to be talking to him today. Uh, Tim, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing today? Good. Yeah, thanks for taking the time. So I guess... Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, maybe, yeah, let's start with the most uh, salacious thing is... Um, you did uh, acquire 30,000 Bitcoins at one point from uh, an auction of the Silk Road proceeds. Is that right? Yeah. Um, the I, I don't know exactly the number, but um, we uh, I looked at that and I thought, you know, Bitcoin has extraordinary an extraordinary future because it it has the ability to be the trusted third party. It has the ability to um, make it so that that it um, it's not tied to any one country or another. It can it can travel across borders very easily. It can store value really easily. And I knew that I'd been uh, investing in Bitcoin companies for a number of years before that auction came up. But the auction itself um, needed to go to a a, a public. Uh, persona that was uh, that that was going to sort of say, "Hey, this is a it's a really positive thing for the world," because um, it had been used for a lot of nefarious uses. And now, of course, the the joke is that it's um, it's much easier to catch a Bitcoin criminal than it is to catch a dollar criminal because yeah, they. Uh, because the the uh, blockchain is so is so uh, straight and clear and honest, and so that ends up being um, great. And we're really ha- I'm I'm happy I did. I looked pretty stupid there for a couple of years, but I I knew that deep in my heart that uh, that this was going to be something that the world really needed. And I'm so happy that uh, that it looks like it's starting to come to fruition now. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know. For me, there's like a thrill in owning Bitcoins. You know, if you look at it on its face, it's not really any different from, you know, dollars. But uh, but it is. Did you feel a particular thrill or notoriety because you, you know, bought Bitcoins and because they were linked originally maybe to Silk Road activities? No. Well, the the thrill of owning Bitcoin is is really that. Um, you know, if if it was the end of 2008 when when people were running for the hills and the markets were crashing and the um, people were saying dollars aren't worth anything and um, and and other countries were showing that they that they were pretty bankrupt, all of a sudden um, this was sort of an opportunity to let them all. Uh, 
you know, be, be independent of all those governments. And it was also a way to, uh, to think, I have this money no matter what. Like if you, if you had some drachma or some Cyprus coin or whatever, um, that turned out to not be worth much. And, and so if you're in a country, and if you're in Argentina, um, you know, in fact, the business people plan on it. You know that the Argentinian peso is going to drop 30% a year. You don't feel really good about holding those, but you do feel good about holding Bitcoin because it's a it's a it's a security. It's I mean it is security for people who think well you know if all all things go crazy and for some reason my country whatever it is um, the currency my country presents is no longer worth much in the market. Uh, I always have this Bitcoin, and that there is something great to feel. It's a great feeling to have that. That's true, definitely. Yeah. What's um? What are your thoughts on recent events? You know, the the Segwit is trying to gear up Bitcoin Unlimited. Meanwhile, some miners are starting to signal maybe an impending soft or hard fork. Um, what's your thoughts on what's going to happen this year with Bitcoin? Yeah, I haven't really been in those talks, but I do feel that um, that Bitcoin uh, is going to evolve the same way the Internet evolved. Um, HTTP was not the best technology out there, but it was the first and it was the one everybody um, rallied around. And that made it so that that was the technology we all used. Now, that wasn't the best technology, but what happened was people started to do work around it and build ways of making it work for them. And I think the same thing's happening, and we've seen it in a lot of the companies that we've funded, um, where, where uh, the, the blockchain is gonna be able to be sped up in different ways, or, um, or you know, forks can work uh, independently and then recombine with with the Bitcoin blockchain. There's so many different ways that people are figuring out uh, to make Bitcoin much more useful. And, I mean, much more um, uh, useful in in a, fa- a faster transaction. And right. so I actually think that we're in a, a really strong uh, it, it's a really strong position Bitcoin has, and there are many great entrepreneurs that are all working to improve the the performance and the security and the outcomes of people who operate with Bitcoin. And so, it would, what, it, it does make a difference what the the Bitcoin um, the, the people who are kind of leading the charge on Bitcoin. Uh, do I mean that can have an effect on uh, on the price of a bitcoin or it can have an effect on the um, the speed in some ways of bitcoin, but there are so many entrepreneurs now that have built businesses around Bitcoin and the blockchain they are going to uh, 
figure out interesting ways of solving performance issues and security issues and uh, and all these other issues that come up. In fact, I remember when uh, when the Mount Gox uh, business kind of went sideways and a whole bunch of the Bitcoin disappeared right. and and people were thinking, oh my gosh, this isn't something you can trust at all. But Bitcoin, the price of Bitcoin dropped by about 20%. Right there, I knew that there was a huge demand for something like this. There was a real need throughout the world for a currency that was global and digital and, um, and standardized and of some value to people. And as soon as that happened, that was when I built my real confidence. Um, I mean, I had made some small investments before then, uh, but, but that was where I said, oh, wow, this is really going to be something big. Why, why is that? Is it because it only dropped 20% and so you yeah. saw that it had... Yeah, yeah. sorry, maybe I wasn't clear. It was, it's because the, the, uh, the price only dropped 20% when, like, half the money disappeared and and normally in a situation like that everyone would run for the hills but in this case it was only down 20 percent and that's where it made me feel like there is real value here and a real need and people everywhere around the world want something like this that is at least a hedge on their uh, on their own fiat currency. Uh, but at most, it's a new way of uh, doing electronic commerce. And what about, um, you know, you've been involved with Bitcoin for a long time. Here we are, 2017, we reached a high of about 1280, maybe 1300 for a second. Right now, this conversation is hovering just over 1000. What's your guess on where Bitcoin's going to go this year by the end of the year in terms of valuation? Yeah, so I, I, I made a prediction, and I think I've got about another year, maybe six months, that it was going to be worth 10000 And I'm sticking by that. I'm, I'm not exactly sure of the time frame, but I'm feeling like the time frame is getting closer. Um, but I think it, it gets there and goes past it because um, as use increases, the value of Bitcoin increases too. And that's actually where it's, it's the opposite in fiat currencies because uh, governments just keep printing money. And so most fiat currencies uh, decline in value over time. Can we talk about some of your um, your favorite or your most exciting investments in Bitcoin related companies? You know, what are they and, and why are you so excited about X member of them? Well, terrific. Yeah. Well, I know um, you were interested in Factum, and I think that is a really exciting company in the, um, in the blockchain space because the blockchain is this perfect ledger that allows people to, to tie um, everything from, um, you know, products they're shipping out to data that they uh, want to save or, or keep tabs on. 
and the, and the blockchain can can tie into that. And what Factum is doing is they're they're saying um, by using the blockchain, you can uh, you can make sure you retain all your documents. You can reduce your audit time. You can prevent uh, any kind of a, any kind of a dispute around any kind of an asset, and um, and you can um, your data is is secure and tagged. So um, lots of examples of that are out there. I mean. Um, intellectual property like people want to tag that because they want it data tagged and and tagged to a person um, ownership of a title uh, whether it's title in real estate or anything else uh, ownership of a title uh, people want tagged in uh, and uh, and the blockchain does a great job of that and uh, and then uh, security uh, the blockchain is so secure that uh, that people can um, can put their their most sensitive data into the blockchain, and uh, and then it can only be uh, accessed from by people who are supposed to access it. Um, so that so Factum is is a leader there. They have jumped out in front, and they are doing in effect the business to business work on the blockchain uh that's a so that's one great company in uh in the bitcoin space um uh we have uh one called block cipher which uh which is i mean we brought up speeding up the internet they are doing uh, a lot to speed up the internet and uh it's 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 a way where where they have figured out a way to make it so that blockchain trades or Bitcoin trades can move much faster through the blockchain, and uh, and that's really valuable. And that um, you know it's clearly very much needed. Um, we have another. Uh, sort of skunk works project uh, that is also going to speed up uh, the blockchain and uh, and so Bitcoin transactions can be something like 10 times faster. So we're really uh, and we're excited about all the other things all the all the companies that are uh, moving money uh, across borders uh, through uh, remittance programs uh, and they can do it much cheaper than Western Union, and there are many of these. And, and we we have Coin Hako in in uh, the, the uh, Southeast Asia. We have uh, OK Coin in China. We have uh, Pesa down in Argentina. Uh, we made a investment, two investments in uh, in Korea. Uh, Corbit and uh, Coinplug. Uh, we we have a whole we made a whole bunch of early investments in those in companies that are in um, in various different countries who are moving money 
from that country to other places much cheaper, much more efficiently uh, than existing uh, alternatives. So that is that's going to be great for them, and it has been. And the the rise of Bitcoin has been uh, helpful to all of those countries. Um, what do you, um, you know, we're, what do you think yeah, it's going to take? Yeah, what do you think it's going to take for Bitcoin to become so widespread that you know I can go to a coffee shop and ask them if they accept Bitcoin, and they say, "Of course we do." You know, or I shop online, and that's a, a standard way to pay now. What do you think it'll take to have widespread adoption of it? Well, it, it's already happened, and you you might have actually bought some things with through a Bitcoin transfer that you don't even know, um, really? because they they um, they're using it for the rails. They're uh, they're saying, oh, okay, we want this payment here, but we need to transfer the money to this other place, and they'll make that transfer very efficiently with Bitcoin. Um, another, uh, I I had a great use of Bitcoin. I um, I wanted to buy some books for my students at Draper University, and I was. Uh, and the author was traveling through Africa for four or five months. And I was trying to reach him so that I could buy a bunch of his books. And he, he told me, oh, I'll just send them to you. And I said, but I need to buy them from you. And he said, well, I, I don't have access to any bank account here. And, uh, you know, I don't trust the currency. And I'm sort of, I don't know, why don't you wait until I get back to the U.S.? And I said, when's that? And they said, three or four months. And I said, well, wait, do you have a Bitcoin wallet? And he goes, oh, yeah, I got a Bitcoin wallet. No problem. And so we made the transfer, and boom, I bought the books. Um, I think it, it will probably – in fact, it's happening. We have a company called BitPesa in, uh, throughout, that works throughout Africa and allows people to uh, make, make payments and transfers with Bitcoin. Uh, throughout Africa, and Africa is is right for this because they are they don't trust their currencies, their governments. They feel like we need to, we need something else, and they were using M-Pesa uh, for several years. But Bitcoin is much more efficient for them, and it's not just tied to uh, the minutes on the on your uh, phone. So. Uh, so it's a much more stable uh, type of opportunity, type of type of currency. Um, so we think that Africa and Latin America, um, they may be able to jump over the U.S. and China and other places because they don't have a banking infrastructure that they have to overcome. Their trusted third party can be the blockchain. And all the people that that uh, watch and keep an eye on the blockchain. So, what are some of the other uh, endeavors you're involved in? You mentioned Draper University. You know, what's that? What happens there? So, Draper University is a school for uh, for heroes. We call it uh, Draper University of Heroes, and people can come for a summer for like five or six weeks in the summer. Or they can come and get um, 
university credit for coming in the fall or the spring for a for a semester. We call it semester at Silicon Valley. And uh, and Draper University teaches uh, people with a little spark in their eye how to become heroes. And they do it, and we do it by um, really uh, challenging the entrepreneur to strip away all their high school hangups and become heroic. And uh, and we teach them future, and they go through hackathons, and they have a a variety of different mentors and speakers, and uh, they go to conferences and they get a tour of a, you know, maybe a Tesla factory or a Google uh, location. They get, um, but by the end, they come out, it's all team-based, and by the end, they come out uh, ready to really conquer the world, and it is extraordinary what we've been able to do for people and how they they started uh, with a little bit of a spark but a little bit meek and maybe just a little less confident around themselves and by the end they are ready to go and then we also do some business training they they while they're at Draper University they create a business plan and then they at the end they pitch a panel of venture capitalists on their plan, they have a two-minute presentation to a panel of venture capitalists, and that is uh, what we've done. And uh, you know, many many schools are trying to do something similar. And ASU teamed up with us so that we're now accredited for the semester at Silicon Valley program. Uh, That's great. So it's oh. it's been fantastic. I worked on I've worked on that for about five years, and and now. Uh, We've got it down to a science, and we created something like seven or eight hundred heroes, and they've come from sixty different countries. Uh, we've we've really spread this around the globe, and gotten these entrepreneurial heroes from everywhere. Uh, and they've started about three hundred companies, and some of those companies are starting to make some great progress now. A couple of them have FDA approval. Uh, some of them have uh, raised, you know, ten million dollars. You know, they've gotten past the profitability stage. There, you know, some really good things going on. So uh, we think that what we we do there is terrific, and it all flows back into the venture capital business, which is what my mission in life is. Uh, we have a lot of uh, We've made a lot of very interesting uh, investments over the years that have been transformative for the world. Uh, everything from Hotmail to Skype to Tesla to SpaceX. Uh, and and I my vehicle for investing uh, is Draper Associates. And then uh, we're a part of the Draper Venture Network, uh, which has something like 15 relationships with other venture firms around the world who uh, who co-invest with us or share deal flow or uh, put things together. Uh, and uh, in fact, today we just I just closed a deal with Draper Nexus, which is the, uh, the Japanese uh, venture fund. That's fantastic. So we're um, and and. Uh, so we have this sort of flow from Draper University 
through a couple of incubator accelerators and then um, into Draper Associates or the Draper Venture Network. So we're really here to help entrepreneurs. And if they're blockchain or Bitcoin entrepreneurs, so much the better. Okay. Um, what do you guess or maybe know that you can reveal that is going to be happening with uh, Bitcoin and blockchain endeavors in 2017? Any exciting uh, developments that you're you're confident will be coming out this year? Any changes? Yeah, I think that I think the blockchain will be more stable, and uh, and the uh, the users. I, I think the user base and the Trading volume will continue to grow. At least they, this is, you know, my perspective. Um, and I think that uh, the companies out there are that have been working on things for the last two or three years uh, are going to start shipping product that is much more consumer friendly, uh, so that people can uh, very easily. Uh, use Bitcoin to buy a cup of coffee. So I think we've got a really, uh, I think next year is going to be a really big year for Bitcoin. And it could, uh, I think we're probably two years away from where the blockchain really has um, has an effect on, on all those other issues uh, because corporates move a little slower. So, I suspect that um, using using the blockchain and smart contracts around blockchain technology uh, will really transform the accounting and legal and uh, uh, insurance and real estate businesses in a big way. And and then down the road, I actually think that our, all of our governments are going to be transformed by the blockchain because it's it's the best bureaucrat ever. It's safe, it's convenient, it's honest, it's uh, straightforward, it, um, you know, it is, it's not influenced by anything in society, it's fair. Uh, it's sort of, it's, it's the perfect bureaucrat. So I actually think that our governments can be much more efficient, much more streamlined by incorporating blockchain technology and smart contracts, uh, I think we're all going to be a lot better off. Yeah, and I guess um, last couple of questions. Um, Bitcoin scaling is, you know, it's kind of become a bottleneck lately. Any guesses or ideas on what's going to be the solution to the scaling debate? Where do you think it'll go? And when do you think Bitcoin will unfettered to really scale quickly or as quickly as it needs to yeah it, well I think the the um, the big problem is not really scaling it, it it's a little bit more how fast a transfer can be made because I think that's what's ha happened is it's uh, the blockchain is a bit of a bottleneck for Bitcoin because it's, there's so much interest <laughs> that's usually that's a good thing for for most companies when you have so much interest that you are the bottleneck trying to make it work. I think uh, people's ingenuity uh, always trumps any kind of a bottleneck. I think we're gonna see um, 
a lot of solutions, and and the one that we have in Skunk Works, I I am hopeful uh, that will that they will uh, be able to speed up the blockchain, and uh, and then maybe some of the Bitcoin founders will also uh, try to uh, you know encourage the right kinds of changes, and I'm not sure whether that's to add a fork or not to add a fork. Um, okay. I think they're they're going to know that better than I would. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, I guess uh, last question: How can listeners um, find out more about your different ventures, you know, the venture capital side, the um, the effort for kids, you know, the entrepreneurial stuff, uh, Draper University, um, you know, the various companies you've invested in? How do they start interacting with you? You've got a lot going on. I, yeah, um, <clears throat> for Draper University, they can go uh, just to Draper, draperuniversity.com, uh, and they'll get all the information that they need there, and they can sign up for newsletters and that kind of thing. Same thing for Draper.vc, which is the venture capital business. Um, they can learn uh, and get a newsletter from from uh us on you know what kind of interesting companies that we're that we're backing, um, <clears throat> but I have also recently um, put the first episode of both a podcast and a video interview out there for the world, um, and it's called the Startup Hero, uh, and so look for it because I think that's really fun and it gives you a little bit of a flavor of an idea of what my typical day is like. And I have, uh, it's not just me interviewing entrepreneurs. Sometimes I'm interviewing other people or talking to other people, talking to people about their businesses, talking to investors, whatever I, <laughs> whatever I may be doing, I kind of put it on air if I can. And, uh, and it's gotten to be kind of fun. It's starting to pick up. And so I recommend that you go take a look uh, at Startup Hero. All right, that's great. Well, Tim, you know, I know that you're a busy guy, obviously. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, and uh, and go get them. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Take care. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.